Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Welcome back, 657 Medium Wave, as we enter into the second hour. And uh, I'm talking to Dr. Mabel Baloi. Greetings to you, Dr. Mabel. Welcome to the show. Greetings to you, my pastor, and greetings to everybody. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you're well, Dr. Mabel. I'm very much well. I love the weather today. It's so yeah, nice. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if yeah. the word, as they say, I hope the weather continues, you know. <laughs> I, hope, <laughs> I hope the yeah, weather continues. Yeah, yeah, I hope the weather continues. You know, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, tonight we are talking about the issue of dealing with stagnancy. Now, yeah. so many people that I have met uh, um, to a greater extent have been talking about this issue, but without actually using the word stagnancy. Um, but they have said this. There was a time when I was a young boy, and uh, I think I was about 19 or 20 years old. There was, there was this lady who always took keen interest in us. Uh, and always when she comes back from Kalafong, because she was a, a nursing sister by then, um, she would invite us to come to her house. And then we would go with about six of us. And then we would have some Bible study there. And um, uh, she would always say, you know what, when I knock off at one, uh, uh, around half past two and stuff and stuff, um, you guys should pop up. And then when we arrived there, she would always, um, uh, you know, have devised some teaching, you know, and some nice, you know, finger lunch. And, and we would study the word so much. And uh, we were growing, you know, we were growing. And, and um, uh, at some stage, she stopped, you know, she stopped. And we just didn't take much notice of it because we thought, okay, maybe she's gone home, uh, you know, in Soweto and all that. And so uh, when she came back, there's a lot to do because she was also doing, I think, a master's degree, you know, by then and stuff and stuff. So um, uh, we thought, okay, this would resume. And it did not, you know, at some stage. It did not resume at all. And uh, the discussions were no longer taking place. And one time we heard that she was leaving the church. How? And then she said something. She said, you know what, Ray? I said, I don't know. Tell me. And she said, "Uh, my brother, I am no longer growing here. What do you mean? She said, no, I had become stagnant. I am hitting the ceiling. And there are things that the Father wants me to do uh, in terms of discipleship and all that. But in this church, this is how far I can go. So I tried to stay on, but it, it doesn't allow me to. So somewhat I am becoming depleted and empty. And it's making me sad within. And it's making me to be in pain throughout. To be honest with you, I'm not happy anymore. How? What have we done? Or is it because maybe... No, there's nothing you've done. Guys, I love you. 
I got to go. And I started to take note of that word stagnancy. I knew about it. I knew when I was growing, when they would say someone does not have progress and all that. And then sometimes some older people, they would always say this, progress, and all those kind of things, you know. But I took note of it, and it was the first time that I saw someone being pained to a point of tears when they were talking about this. What comes to mind in defining this, Dr. Mabel? My pastor, you know the story that you just told. It's it's it it, it like it it paints the picture of how people get stagnated and how they feel mm. when they are no longer growing. You know, there's nobody that uh, will enjoy to be the same and not to grow. Well, you mm. know, so you know, as I was listening to you, that she, you know, her response was that you know, I I'm not growing here. I'm not leaving because I hate the church or I hate anybody. I have hit the ceiling. And, you know, as I was listening to you at first, I thought maybe she stopped because of burnout, because maybe she's been doing that alone, you know, arranging mm. for the Bible studies and making sure that there's, there's, there's the refreshment there. Mm. Maybe nobody was coming out and saying, you know what, how can we help? You know, mm. what, how, where, do you, where do you want us to give you support? Must we bring food next time or must I share, be the one that's sharing or whatever? So I was thinking maybe then out, you know, is, 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 is the reason why uh, she stopped because, yes, other people stop doing what they're doing because of, uh, you know, burnout. And um, as you continue to talk, I realized that, no, you know, she's somebody that was really uh, loaded, that had a gift. And you know what we do many times in our churches, Pastor Ray, we fail to identify potential. Mm. Or if we see potential, we want to suppress it. Yeah. You know, we, we, we fail to identify the gifts that other people have. I am, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a firm believer that the people that are surrounding us in our churches, they did not just come. God planted them in our churches for a purpose because they, they have a purpose to fulfill. And our churches are the ground where they could actually fulfill their purpose, or it's, it's a ground where they could actually, you know, grow and develop that which God has called them, uh, you know, to do. But we need to identify it, we need to recognize it, and we need to give people a platform to 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 excel. Imagine if she was to run a discipleship course not only for that group that she was mm. meeting, but she was given an opportunity to run a discipleship course in the church, uh, you know, being able to service everybody. You know, by, by by doing that, but you find that uh, you know it was just only that group, and she felt like I am so so loaded. I need more people to you know to 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 share with them what God is revealing to me to make an impact in their lives. So this is one thing from this story that we need to learn that we are surrounded by people that are having a purpose within a local church. 
you know. And their purpose sometimes is not only for the local church. You'll find it's just the, the local church is just a platform for them to learn and go and impact the body of Christ at large out there, you know. Mm, so, mm. hey, Pastor Ray, I, this is a, a, a serious story that um, many of us are experiencing it. And, you know, one day we wake up in the morning, boom, somebody is wanting to leave, and you're like, but what did I do? Mm. You know, mm. what, what did I do? Did I did I do anything wrong? Did I say anything wrong to them? But it's been a long time that they have been having a gift. That is why every time when I meet with my my leadership, I always ask them a question: <laughs> What are your gifts? Mm. You know, I mm. always ask them: What are your gifts? I always say to them, if any one of you feel like they are called, tell me, talk to me about it, you know, because I don't want to be keeping people that are, are, are feeling like they are being kept in a bottle because they won't stay in that bottle for a long time. Mm. You know, one day they'll feel like I'm suffocating in this bottle and I, if, if nobody's taking me out of this bottle, I'm going to take myself out of it. Mm, mm, so that is what is that is what happened to this uh, 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 lady. So you know, some of the things that make us feel stagnated are those things where your gifts, your talents, your skill sets are not recognized in a particular environment where you are, and you feel like you really want to make a difference in that environment, but there is no recognition. And also because we we want to serve under submission, you you don't want to come across as if you want to take the, the, the pastor's pulpit. So you are praying and, and hoping that the pastor will see you and, um, you know, the pastor will recognize your gift. But also, it is your responsibility to talk to your pastor if you really feel like God has called you to do something so that, you know, you, you can take it from there. You know, it will be the pastor's um, mistake if they don't recognize what God has placed in your heart, if indeed God has placed it in your heart. Sometimes you may be needing to be mentored for a while and be released, you know. Mm, mm, absolutely. You know, um, I discovered later that she actually started a very powerful uh, course with regards to that with one of the biggest universities uh, here in wow. South Africa to to really work on discipleship, you know. Wow. It's just amazing um, the kinds of wow. young people that we were able to draw from all walks of life and then wow. how in the church they just didn't want to be part of that, you know, <laughs> even though she begged <laughs> them for two years. Nevertheless, she begged. yeah, yeah. Nevertheless, wow. when we come back, let's look at moments. Let's look at the moments where stagnancy manifests, even though I hate this word. But when stagnancy manifests, moments of stagnancy. <laughs> it's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. 
This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Faith, hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. Welcome back. Radio Pulpit, 657 Medium Wave, talking to Dr. Mabel. And here we are touching an issue of stagnancy. And uh, much of the times, you know, when we look into this, we never actually uh, tell people as to how to deal with it. And many people do not know how to deal with stagnancy because they would think that it is the environment in which they are which is wrong. But uh, basically the environment only makes something like 5% of of the causes uh, for, for stagnancy. Uh, um, one can be, you know, one can be also a contributing factor to stagnancy. And then also um, associations, you know, that one aligns themselves with. And then also focuses, you know, that one has can also be a contributing factor to one becoming stagnant. And when one misses, uh, you know, what Dr. Mabel writes about much of the time, which is something going to look into, when one misses the essence of their purpose, there is going to be stagnancy. And also another thing that I saw uh, in my study as a young boy when I was at university, uh, you know, in our postgrad, you would also see that stagnancy has also psychologically, you know, uh, is also caused by uh, excessive sense of contentment because of current benefits. I, I don't know if people would understand what I've just said now, mm, but mm. Uh, people, uh, uh, many people, the charismatic preachers, they call it the comfort zone. You know, yes. uh, it can cause a lot of stagnancy because. Uh, people start to become very much content with the stature of the current situation, that they forget that there should be another situation they get into. And that is why then uh, they become bored. Even in marital, uh, you know, uh, uh, setups, you'll find stagnancy. And it's because that people had built a security of a sort with regards to them and they had started to make a home on that security instead of using that security as a platform to get to another level. Uh, and that basically is a, a format that brings about stagnancy in most cases. Another thing yeah. that I have seen with stagnancy uh, and moments of stagnancy is virtual ignorance. You know, an ignorance oh. that... Uh, comes as a subsequence um, people go to an extent of actually <laughs> um, becoming so comfortable 
that they subsequently forget the timeline they are within to get to the next level. Stagnancy, therefore, is caused by the ignorance of one's plans for, for life uh, and one's objectives and aims for life. And that is when, then, if these are uh, relegated to a secondary level, they then become defunct and one then becomes stagnant in a way. And that's a big problem. That's a big problem that we see. One becomes mm, satisfied mm. with the job that they have and they're mm. satisfied with the office that has a computer and some radio system in it. And they stay in that for 20 years. And before you know it, your ankles are swollen, your knees are feeble, and you have not arrived even at one million rands in your in your in your account. You know you you have not reached the one million souls that you wanted to reach before the age of forty. Um, uh, you just have you know uh, become part of uh, what we call a team uh, that is actualizing itself to arrive at its own purposes but you are becoming an expendable. And in some time to come, they would be telling you, look, man, uh, we think we should adjust to this. If you can adjust to this, we would like you to, you know, to consider uh, settling down and, you know, uh, we need to take this direction. Before you know it, you're fired, <clears throat> you know. So, so we need to be careful about this. Dr. Mayo. That is so true, yeah? that is so true. There's a lot of stagnation that is taking place out there, you know, stagnation in careers, in businesses, in marriage, in ministry, financial stagnation, relationships are stagnated. You know, sometimes they, they get stagnated because um, they are they are one-sided. You find it's only one person in that relationship that, that's trying their best. So... You have just, you know, uh, outlined it very, very succinctly there, you know, to say that um, before long, you know, a person has been fired. And in, in, even in the, 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 you know, the areas that I've mentioned, you find that before long, someone in that relationship says, I want out, or someone in that uh, marriage says, I, I want to, you know, I want to uh, go out of this marriage. So stagnation is something that we need to take care of. To, to be aware of, actually, and to do something about it, to avoid it at, at all costs. You know, um, some of the things that are the causes of stagnation are, you know, perfectionism. Mm. There's a lot of people that are wanting to do something, but they want to perfect it first before they can actually, uh, you know, do something. Um, some people that are, have started small businesses, you find that they're afraid to come out because they like, I don't have a website yet. Mm. And, you know, I, I always uh, uh, teach my students to say, if you don't have a website, you have social media, and you can optimize it, you know, especially even Instagram. Instagram, a lot of people are optimizing it for the business. You know, you can just turn it into a mini website and, and do something about it. There's a lot of options. There are landing pages and stuff like that. So you don't have to wait until you have a website. A website will find you on, a, on, on the way. So perfectionism most of the time is also a cause of, uh, of stagnation. And the other thing that, uh, you know, make people to stagnate is um, 
is, is that comfort zone that you're talking about. They are always comfortable with the status quo. They want things the way they are. They, they, they are comfortable with safety. <laughs> you know, I'm safe. If I'm just going to work every day, um, you know, I know that environment. I know that job. So they don't want to try new things. They are afraid of uh, trying new things. If they can try new things, they think the first thing they're thinking about is not what if what I'm going to try is going to succeed. The first thing that comes to their mind and they actually entertain it is what if it's not going to work? Mm. What if it's going to fail? So this is the problem that people are having and they find themselves stagnating. The difference between people that are making it, that are succeeding, and the people that are not, is that these ones that are succeeding, they are more confident to, you know, to, to, to go out and do what, uh, you know, to, to unleash that uh, idea that they have to, to make it come to life. But another person will have an idea for years and years and not even, you know, do anything about it. And she will, or she or he will see people around, around her being busy doing exactly the same thing that, uh, you know, she had in mind. And she's been afraid to actually do it. So being, uh, being afraid of whether it's going to work or it's not going to work, it's, it's, it's one of the things that causes stagnation. And another thing is, People are afraid of making mistakes. You know, a, people, a person is like, hey, what if I'm going to make mistakes? Like today, Pastor Ray, the challenge is because uh, a lot of things are online. Even if you're trying to do your thing privately, if you're in business, what choice do you have? You have to advertise your business on, on the online space. So mm-hmm. one is afraid that, you know, if I go online, there's so many, uh, you know, experts there. They're going to see my mistakes. No. Everyone started somewhere. Go out, make those mistakes, learn from those mistakes, and become better. I, I, I've noted that if you don't, you, if you don't make mistakes, you don't have, um, you know, a tool to to, to, to help you learn and become better. Mm. So mistakes are actually something that will help a person to become even much better. You know, so these are some of the things that um, make people not, um, you know, succeed and they, they stay stagnated. Um, this, you know, one of, one of the things that makes people uh, to stagnate is the feeling of inadequacy that, you know, I'm not, I'm not really as good as Ray, you know. Mm. <laughs> that, that comparison is actually, uh, you know, killing that, um, that genius that is in you. I'm not as good as Ray. And I believe everybody has got their own skills, they've got their own uh, know-how, their own uh, intellect. You know, our experiences are not the same, and we have learned from our experiences, so no one is better than the other one. We are, we, 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 we all, we are, we are all very much unique. So <clears throat> people will get stagnated because, because of that, you know, comparisons and, and thinking that they are no longer... You know they are not as good as another person, mm-hmm. and the other the other reason why people stagnate is like they're no longer curious about life. People that are just like, okay, uh, I, I, I just I'll just be on this earth, wake up in the morning, uh, eat, uh, sleep, hey. <laughs> and die. <Hey. laughs> you know. 
So there's there's nothing that is actually pushing them to do something better about their lives. They have just neglected themselves and uh, they they have given up in life and it's okay. Whatever they do on a daily basis, uh, you know, that has gotten so monotonous and it's boring them, they just subscribe to it and live by it, you know. So these are some of the things that actually... Uh, 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 make uh, uh, people to stagnate, and others are, are stagnating because they they have um, they have high expectations on themselves, mm. you know. And if they don't meet those expectations, they feel like they are failing. And you know what is important is for people to take it step by step, one day at a time, live in the moment, and don't really. Uh, 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 you know, if you have high expectations uh, of yourself, go down a bit and do it bit by bit until you reach that bigger goal. You know, don't mm-hmm. want to eat the whole elephant all at once. I mean, how big is an elephant? You can't mm-hmm. eat that thing, all of it at once. You just have got to analyze it, look at it and say, where do I start? <laughs> when you mm. start biting, and then what, where is my next bite, my third bite, my fourth bite, can you look at you until you've finished the whole, uh, 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 you know, elephant. But if you want to eat all of it at a go, then that's when you get stressed, and that's when you realize that I, it's, it, it's, it's more like this thing is going to be a difficult thing to do. But if you can sit down and say, uh, let me start with the nose. And we all know how big that nose is anyway. So even that nose, you still need to chop it down in bits and pieces so that you can eat it and finish it. So people stagnate because they have this big idea and then they want to actually do uh, do that big idea at once. You know, you've got to take it bit by bit, step by step, and build whatever that you're doing until it gets to that point. So don't, don't really make you know, set big goals and not plan to, um, you know, to take them step by step, bit by bit. And the last one, Pastor, is that people are stagnating because they actually have moved their their eyes away from their goals. Mm. So that is why a person will be stagnating. And they remember that is everybody. That is by Gary, I mean, we are making the, those uh, things called resolutions. Yeah. We set up the same goals every every year and do nothing about them every year. Because during the year, they've moved their eyes away from those goals. And, of course, they're running after the goals of other people. They see this other one chasing this goal, they chase that goal as well. They see that other one chasing this goal, they also go with that. You know, at the end of the day, they are, they are, their mission, uh, their purpose in life is not being attended to. Yeah, absolutely. When we come back, let's look then at the effects. If one doesn't take care of the effect of being stagnant, what does stagnancy bring? Welcome back, 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit. Dr. Mabel, you know at times one uh, realizes this, that stagnancy has effects, adverse effects. One of the things, as I spoke that story uh, of the wonderful professor, is that uh, um, she became very much unhappy. You know, and she said, look, man, I've analyzed everything. 
uh, and then I know the problem is stagnancy. And look, I, I have a very big salary. I am in a great ministry. I, 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 I enjoy the discipleship, but I am neglecting the main purpose, you know, and, uh, and saying then, this makes me to be unhappy. Not that I am not happy to relate with you, but I become unhappy within me because I am missing the mark of the calling. And that becomes an unholiness of a point towards her. And, and, and she said, that, that is what makes me unhappy. Secondly, another thing that, uh, you know, stagnancy brings is that you, you, you start to become tense because you are hitting against the ceiling. Uh, once you don't get through, there is a frustration, you know, and this frustration can build up in many ways. Uh, it can frustrate other things that you are about. Remember that stagnancy does not necessarily become an overall thing uh, unless it starts to take effect upon a person. Then it would start to affect other aspects of the system. And you are that system. Every other aspect will become you know affected until one finally breaks down gives up mm. they don't care anymore uh, they don't mm. consider these things anymore they start burying their their head in the sand or they start focusing more on saying look i, I i'd rather go on and make money rather than this thing you know mm. they backslide um uh, it brings a deterioration of service also uh, because you're stagnant, you're no longer serving right, you know. Oh. And uh, sometimes also many people don't look into this very aspect, that when stagnancy hits, uh, the effect is that you will always be made to, uh, uh, by stagnancy, you will always be made to play the blame game. If you're not careful, oh. you'll play the blame game. And uh, you can start blaming a system in which you are. Maybe it can be where you work and all those kinds of things and stuff, you know. One of the people that really challenged me was my producer when I was 21 or 22, working for a national broadcaster. Um, I was a young graduate and um, uh, I had worked, I, I worked there and I was a producer and presenter and writer, you know, script writer and all that. And then she said, he said to me, he said, uh, oh, you think that, you know, uh, if you think that, then you don't have a vision. And I said, what is this man talking about? I mean, I'm from the streets, man, from being homeless. Now I have a car. I live in a home. I sleep in a double bed for the first time in my life. <laughs> this guy, what is he talking about? Actually, I don't like listening to this guy. I think he's very negative. Yeah. You know, but he was speaking the truth. As time went on, I started to realize, eh, eh, man. Rehai Jerusalem. Arifelelimu. You know? Arifelelimu. I started to see aspects of stagnancy. And then I started to see people who have been producing epilogues for more than 12 years. They haven't changed. And then I started to read people like Professor Hrisel of the University of Cape Town. I started to read uh, the development of nationalism in other communities and how they were developing each other. 
And then I looked at my own and I said, if a person works for, let's say, a train company, and they work there until they retire, they give you a big watch that you hang on a door in your house. You know? Or you have this, they give you a bicycle that you hang by the wall of your bedroom. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Yeah. bicycle. And and then you leave and then you die. No, man, there's something wrong. I started to look at things in that way. And then I realized that, no, man, stagnancy brings death. Stagnancy brings... Uh, people become uh, disillusioned. Stagnancy brings self-doubt, self-rejection. Stagnancy can bring aggression, hatred, and jealousies. Dr. Mabel, what comes to mind? That's so true, Pastor You know, those are the the very horrible effects of stagnancy, you know? Mm. A person will experience no growth at all, no personal development, because, I mean, what are you developing yourself for? Mm. Because you have no vision, you know? You, you, You have no vision. You have just decided to... Um, to be comfortable with whatever that you have now, you don't realize that it can actually get better. You can, you can, where you are now can actually, uh, you know, become better. There are people who are just satisfied with what they have achieved. You know, like you said, I'm driving a car, I'm, sleep, I'm sleeping on a double bed. Mm. You know, you can, you can actually upgrade. You can get to a queen. Bed yeah, or yeah. king bed, a king yeah, bed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can you can even get the one that um, you know I've I've seen the one uh, that was advertised one one time and yeah, actually 50, my husband and I, yes. yeah, my husband and I bought it. You know, because yeah. we were told that even uh, Mandela sleeps on this bed and it, it doesn't get old. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we said we're not leaving it; we're buying it. You know. Yeah. Upgrading from the, 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 the double bed to a, yeah. to a king bed or whatever it is. I don't even, I struggle to even get the bedding for it, you mm, know. Mm. So, so always, we, we always have, you know, an opportunity to move to the next level, you know. We always have an opportunity to upgrade. But if we are stagnating, we, we, we don't grow, we, we, we no longer grow. It's no longer important for us to grow. We don't see that we need to grow. And you will hear a lot of people saying, hey, you know, I'm just satisfied with what I have, which is okay. It gives you peace of mind, but it should not be, uh, you know, the end. You should not end there. You should Mm. strive to get better things, you know, because you can live a better life. God did not uh, put us on this earth in order for us to just suffer. But he that is why even when we are going through stuff, he, 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 he affirms us and tells us that, you know, I have the plans for you, and my plans are to prosper you, and my plans are to give you the future. When I always ask myself, what is the future that God has for me? Mm, you know, mm, if, mm. If, if, if the almighty God, the one who's able to do everything, the one who created the heavens and the earth, the one who owns silver and gold, if he says to me as his child, he's, his plans is to give me the future. What kind of future is it that God has for me? 
you know. So, so God, God does not just want us to be suffering. There's no father who wants to see uh, his children suffering. Every father wants his children to have a better life. So we cannot just stagnate and say, oh, this is, this is it, this is it, uh, you know. Uh, the, the, the effect also of uh, Pastor Ray is that you're not going to grow, you're not going to uh, pursue, you know, things that will develop you and you have no vision. And we don't even talk about purpose because you have just even given up on your purpose in life. You know, because mm. once you are you 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 have purpose, there's no way you're gonna allow yourself to stagnate. Purpose, I always tell my students that purpose when you when you when you are at the right place, when you have found your purpose, you never ever run out of ideas. You will never run dry because you are in 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 the place where God wants you to be. And you know, like He was doing in the garden when He was visiting Adam from time to time. He will visit you from time to time and give you more ideas as you are working in your purpose. So there's no way you're going to be stagnant when you are really working in your purpose. So a lot of people that have stagnated, they no longer have a sense of purpose and they no longer have vision. And they end up being on a comfort zone, being the same person every day until they die. You know, life Mm. is actually really boring them and... And, 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 and you know, Pastor Ray, one thing, if you, you spoke about death, when you, you really are chasing your purpose and you have purpose in life and things are not going well around you, you know what motivates you? Purpose. Mm, you, there, there is this big thing in front of you that needs to be accomplished. And even if life is pulling you down, you look at your purpose and say, I'm not giving up. I'm, I want to reach my goal. And Paul says, I'm reaching towards my goal. Mm, mm, absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, then one should see, you know, you, you can't stay stagnant forever. You can't. It's not good for you. No. It no. produces all kinds of stresses that That's are not right. wanted. Anxieties right. that you don't need, you know. Mm, mm. Anyway, when we come back, the final thought with Dr. Mabel Baloy. If you need prayer please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. Get in touch with the truth the light and the life, 657 AM. Welcome back. We're coming to the final part of the matter. And uh, one of the things I have realized, Dr. Mabel, is that when one is stagnant, one is actually called to action. Uh, um, uh, the story of my friend is that she was able to take action. Remember, she was an elderly lady than us. I mean... When we were in our early 20s, she was 
uh, in her mid uh, to late 30s, you know. So she was well achieved. I mean, she was a nursing sister and then also uh, finished her master's, you know. And she basically was going forward, you know, and she had spoken about this deal she has with this big university to do this thing, which she had been delaying for two years. And uh, uh, when stagnancy hit, she realized that there must be something that she does. Uh, otherwise, then she will just be, you know, unhappy. And uh, no one wants to be also in the aspect uh, of becoming a person who regrets uh, that they should have done what their father had commanded them to do, but they didn't do it, you know? So uh, that is one of the things that had become a massive factor. And, uh, of course, also one has to realize that the call to action means also a call to uh, getting back into that which, you know, the Father had ordained. Uh, some people had become stagnant, you know, and, and uh, I'm saying this, but many people are going to laugh. They took what we call secured career lines, you know, secured career lines. And then once they started to enjoy the security of those careers, they started to realize, no, yeah. I don't belong here. You know? Yeah, I don't belong here. I know many people. I know of many people who came into broadcasting who, who started as teachers. And, and they, they said, no, no, it just didn't work. I know of many people who were in the commercial, in commerce, who basically were in the corporate sector. But they mm. were not fulfilled, even though they were making bulks of money. They wanted to become yeah. teachers. The only fulfillment yeah. they can get to avoid the stagnancy that they were feeling within them uh, was that they followed the passion that they had in their lives. And, right. and to become a teacher. And, and they became that. And they became the happiest of mm. people. So, mm. so these things are happening. You know, we really need to... Uh, take action. When stagnancy comes, there's, there's always the, the notion that one should ask for good counsel and uh, prayerfully so. The Father will guide by his Ruach, his spirit. He will guide yes. so that uh, one can see the purpose that they need to arrive at. Dr. Mabel. Yes, my pastor. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> passion is key. You know, yep. when you are following your passion, you yes. will experience a deep sense of fulfillment and satisfaction. That's where the satisfaction is coming from. Satisfaction does not necessarily come from money. You know, a lot of people, they think, just because I have money, I make money, I will be satisfied. No, money doesn't buy satisfaction. Mm. It does It does, It does. does help you to do the things that you want to do. But, you know, you can go to places, go to holidays, uh, you know, buy nice cars, buy nice homes. But if you are not pushing your passion, you will never find that deep satisfaction. You'll always want to, uh, you know, move from one place to the other because you have no uh, fulfillment in your life. So passion is key. As we close, people must actually do follow their passion. And stop procrastinating, Pastor Ray, because procrastination uh, also is, uh, you know, they say it's a thief of time. I always say it's a thief of destiny, you know, because once you're procrastinating, now you are no, you, you are no longer going to be able to, 
do the things that you need to do, follow your passion, uh, fulfill your purpose, you're procrastinating, time is against you, and you find that you are not able to uh, smash all your goals. So for you to succeed, stop procrastination and follow your passion. Absolutely, absolutely there. I believe it. I believe it. Now, Dr. Mabel, much of the times also, we left with two minutes, much of the times we also see many people, uh, you know, settling uh, into what they think is fine for them, and then they start to realize that they are becoming stagnant. It's like someone who chooses, you know, to be a movie star, and then you realize after becoming a movie star that you are still stagnant. And, and uh, or they become stagnant. But getting all these movie roles, all this money, uh, and, but they realize that they are missing out on this one thing they need to do in their lives. And I like it that you pointed to passion, you pointed to purpose. Direction, I point also to uh, what one has been designed, according to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, what one has been designed to do. You know, yeah. uh, people lose the sense of their design. It's important that when one reaches a point of stagnancy, they should go back and check mm-hmm. the point of their individual design. And once right. you get to understand the point of your design, you're going further. What say you there? I say everybody must come to rain in your purpose. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Because, Pastor Ray, I'm telling you, um, I've seen my students taking new courses, doing new things now, because it's very much important to discover purpose. A lot of people are ignoring that. A lot of people think that they know what their purpose in life is, and they actually don't have clarity. Many are doing what are clues to their purpose, and they have not really done the, a good job in finding out how did God design them, what is that design, what does God want them to fulfill on this earth. Mm. So it's, it's really very much important for people to, uh, you know, to find purpose. Before, you know, I, I wish it was taught in school, so that before you choose your career, before you do whatever, you have found your purpose and you are able to link that purpose with everything that you do in life. It will even help you to find the right partner. Wow. You know? <laughs> wow. Absolutely. Dr. Mabel, I want to appreciate the time. I want to appreciate the moment. And uh, I want to appreciate all the uh, efforts that you always bring to the show. Uh, thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you, my pastor. Thank you for having me. We talk again the coming week. Shalom to you, Dr. Mabel. Shalom, shalom, how, how do people connect with you, by the way? Oh, my word. I was already running away. Yeah. <laughs> on Facebook, Pastor Ray, I'm raining your purpose with Mabel Baloy. On Instagram, I'm raining your purpose. And, of course, I'm Pastor Mabel on my other account. And uh, people can actually send me a WhatsApp message on 63 all right. Thank you so much and good night to you, Dr. Mabel. Good night, my doctor. All right there. Of course, thank you so much for listening. We give the Father all the majesty and the honor. We exalt his holy name. There's none like him in our lives. By his spirit, he continues to guide us into all truth. We thank him. We honor him. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit. Impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. If you need prayer, please send your request to 
prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za or phone us during office hours, 012-334-1200. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.